Hey babies, you know what time it is? That's right babies, it's time for living large and hard. Skilly bop, skilly boop, skilly diddly diddly bop. Welcome to the Living Large and Hard Podcast, and today I'm going to tell you about a party I threw. This is a um, party that was a Doof Mom co-production. Now, how we came up with the idea for this thing, I have no fucking idea. As for myself, I've always loved throwing parties, and um, I've thrown some pretty epic ones. There's a couple I had that were five days each. And um, one of those people actually came from 10 different states and the District of Columbia. And there was another one that was eight days, and someone came all the way from Czechoslovakia for that one. And the house, the mini mansion was the, the site, and it was just basically remained open 24 hours a day for eight days. People would come and go whenever they wanted to. Um, people would go pick people up at the airport. Uh, we'd rent a block of hotel rooms downtown which was not a far walk from the main mansion. And just the endless ebb and flow of people. It was really great. And uh, there'd be, you know, at some point, usually between three and about eight in the morning, there'd be people crashed all over the house. And um, I would go to bed very late and get up very early and just meander and make coffee for people and chit-chat and uh, that kind of thing. But yeah, those were some goodies. I would also do things like put together hikes um, the bar races that if you listen to the Slasky interview, Living Large and Hard, you will hear us talk about the bar race, bar races I put together. And also, uh, back in the day, I would rent van, a van or two, and we would go down and, uh, from Lansing, Michigan to Detroit and watch Pistons games. So I always liked getting groups of people together, but this one was, um, we called it the Dirty Nerdy Diaper Party. And obviously it was thematic. And what it was, if you had to come dressed as either a nerd, which is pretty obvious, or a baby. And at the door, if you came as neither, what we would do is um, tape a... We had a, a, a big bunch of garbage can bags and uh, white ones and we'd tape those on at like a diaper so the majority of people you know were just walking around <laughs> with uh, garbage bag diapers on um, also uh, on the party front I had forgotten to mention that the first time I got married my groomsmen and I we were the WD5 five withdrawn motherfuckers on our t-shirts that I had made up it said WD5 we ain't jive and we had this it was a destination wedding um it was at the it was at the giant church that you'll hear me talk about in God's Squirrel and uh but the destination for the groomsmen we went carp fishing the night before downtown how about that yeah not Jamaica not the Bahamas carp fishing and um so we had a party and there was something that I came up with called Bookie Fire. I have no idea where that name came from. It's like uh, when I called Scuba Head, Scuba Head. It just came to me. So this drink was called Bookie Fire. It was half regular lemonade, half 
pink lemonade and then you'd mix um big thing of seltzer and a hundred proof bottle of vodka and then the rest of water and drink that and as you can imagine things would get alcoholized pretty heavily and um this was the night before the wedding and during the actual wedding the next afternoon because i was so heavily alcoholized previous to that i'm kneeling down at some point in the ceremony barely remembering my lines and shit and i look over at the uh, wallpaper in the chapel and there's this fish laying on a a plinth i just like saying plinth uh it's on a plinth and it uh it looks like that like a cartoon dead fish you know with the x's on its eyes didn't have the x's but i went holy I went, wow there's the holy carp and then i came back i just almost missed my line reading at that point i almost had to ask you know excuse me where what are we doing here um so anyway um had this party at this place that i was renting and it was kind of like a cabin it was at the time on the outskirts of everywhere a little town called okamas and um at an intersection it didn't have much going on there was chief cleaners which if you needed your chief cleaned that'd be the place to go and i don't remember much else being there it's the only place i'd ever lived that wasn't in a city and i found that terrifying um those of you who know me and, and know places i've lived know that i, I just and don't care about curtains and blinds and all that crap up there oh yeah like i would uh there's this it was a weird setup there's the front part kitchen living room bedroom bathroom and then you went through this I don't know what you'd even call it. I guess it was an enclosed breezeway is all it was. And there was um, the mole in the hole. So they had actually put the water heater cut into the concrete floor with a drain there. So in case it, you know, water heaters occasionally cut loose and the, the water goes everywhere. So if that happened, it was already in a built-in thing, but woke up one day afternoon, whatever the hell it was, and there was a mole in the hole around the water heater. Never had a mole in my home before. And then he went back to the back part, and there was another living room with a wood-burning uh, little stove that I had to prop open with the poker because it didn't draw enough air and all kinds of weird shit. But anyway, if I was in that back living room, actually anywhere in the house at night, and I would look out because there was no light, I couldn't actually look out. All I would see is my own reflection, and I just think there's murderers out there. Just, you know... Maybe playing cards until it was time to come in and kill me. Uh, figuring out who was going to get to do the honor. But uh, that place scared the crap out of me. So anyway, also, um, when I explored up in the attic, you could actually see sunlight coming through the roof. And it was weird because it didn't leak. But, you know, I mean, you could look, go up there and it was there's copious sunlight coming through the roof. But again, it never leaked. Um, and I was there, uh, I don't think, I don't even know if I was there a year, but one night there was this hellacious ice storm and, um, like, you know, 
snapping limbs and, and all that kind of stuff. No traffic because nobody could go anywhere. And I uh, remember falling asleep to the sound of trees exploding as they collapsed. I mean, and there was a moment or many where I was worried because this thing was just had trees all around at this place. I was worried about getting crushed to death, but I figured if I was asleep and got crushed to death, wouldn't really notice for long. Um, also, that ice storm tree fell and blocked the driveway. And I had to call my, my father come and bring his chainsaw up, which he did. Uh, of course, being my father and the guy he was, he didn't help me at all. He just came up and said, oh, here's chainsaw, see ya. No, oh, thanks, Dad. Um, so anyway, uh, there was the Dirty Nerdy Diaper Party and set it up with, like I said, yeah, you came in the door and if you weren't already in a diaper or dressed as a nerd, then you got a trash bag diaper put on you, which people, um, I guess not oddly, because it was the kind of people that would hang out with me and do from home. Uh, they did, like no big deal, just chilling around, you know, drinking beers in their in their um in their diapers and uh once we reached critical mass it was time for a fashion show and what we did we were up in the front part of the uh weird ass place and put people out in the in the enclosed breezeway who wanted to be in the competition the nerd pageant and uh, then we shut off all the lights up front except for one which i used as a spotlight and then i you know bring the people in one at a time for a little runway action and me as the mc you know look at these fabulous polyester pants waist high as they should be with a fine fine um plaid shirt buttoned to the neck you know that kind of crap so that was a lot of fun, and I went through, I believe Kathy Phillips won the thing, because she was the only one that really gave a fuck and put anything into it to speak of, but um, there you go, Dirty Nerdy Diaper Party, uh, if you have one, invite me, I will be happy to show up in a diaper, and um proud to be in any fashion show you have, so... Thanks for listening. You can listen to this on, uh, please just sign up somewhere and, um, you know, subscribe or whatever you need to do uh, to follow along. Because I put these out. I used to do one a week. And I thought anyone would, you know, be like waiting. Oh, my God, it's a week. It's time for another. No, no one gives a shit. So I do whenever I feel like it. I did four in a couple days not too long ago. So that way you'll know when they come up. And you can do that on Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Overcast, CastBox, Stitcher, basically anywhere. Micromax Marvin on Facebook. I put something up. Living Large and Hard on Instagram, which is my Instagram account. I put something up, a link on there. It'd just be easier if you just subscribe somewhere. And also, um, any feedback on any platform, I'd be happy to hear it. Good, bad, um, if you don't like what I'm doing, tell me why you don't like it, because I would like to make it better. And I will definitely interact with you, and usually pretty damn quick. Um, as always, 
Thanks for listening. And uh, here in the skybox, I above Route 309, hence the traffic noise, Allentown, Pennsylvania. And let's listen to some of that traffic noise on the way out.